Come on, come on, come on. We in here, we in here. Good evening. Tell your people. Tell your people. To tell somebody that we in here. I dig it. Yeah, that was produced today. That's hot fire right off the press. In-house, in-house production. Every track that you hear tonight. Every track, every track, every track, every track. In-house. In-house. That's in-house. We in here, we in here, we in here, I see ya, I see ya, Sister Bernice, we see ya, Brother B, we see ya, we in here, Somebody to tell somebody we in here. It's high Friday, it's high Friday. We're gonna make it a good one. button drop those emojis what emojis those anchor emojis if you anchor in the lord yeah my soul has been anchored that's right that's right that's right welcome 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 to the preacher's corner to the preacher's corner i am pastor jt Mayberry, Senior Pastor, House of Deliverance of Crowley, Crowley, Texas. We right here, we right here on the corner, on the corner. Shout out to my people in Eastwood. Represent Eastwood tonight. We was in Como last night. Represent Eastwood tonight. What's going on to my people on that carry block? That's what's up, that's what's up. Shout out to the Hendersons, my boy D. Quasi. Everybody I used to walk to school with the Dumbbar 56. I'm shouting y'all out tonight. Good evening. Right here on the Preacher's Corner. Sister Tiff, we see you. We see you, 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 we see you. Brother Marcellus, good evening. 
I see ya, I see ya, I see ya. That's right, that's right. Everybody, Eastwood, Texas. Shout out to Uncle Ridge. Shout out to Nero. I see ya, I see ya, I see ya. That's what's up. We love it, we love it, we love it, we love it. We are glad, we are glad you have joined us to the people that are joined, that have joined in live on our YouTube channel. That's right, that's right. Reed Street, I can dig it already. Our YouTube channel and our Twitch channel. Good evening to you. Welcome, 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 welcome to the preachers. To the preacher's coma. Yeah. Sister Tiff say Eastwood for life. I know that's right. A.M. Payton the house. That's right. That's right. That's right. Jennifer Court in the house. Already. Y'all don't know nothing about that Eastwood. Yeah, baby. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Check it out. If you haven't already. Go ahead and follow us to all of our social media platforms. I am JTM Ministries underscore 1405 on Instagram. As well as HOD underscore of Crowley, Texas. These sessions with Nita is on Instagram and Facebook. Mafia Outreach Ministries. Is on Facebook and Instagram. HOD TV is our church YouTube channel. Go ahead and subscribe today, 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 today. Yeah, go ahead and visit our website www.thepreacherscorner.net. There you'll find the bio, you'll find everything that you need to know about the preacher's corner you can even sow a seed that's right that's right you want to sow a seed to continue our efforts and better our efforts in this ministry go ahead and plant that seed we good ground we good ground we good ground over here we good ground over here listen we got a good evening good evening ahead man good evening ahead i love it i love it god is a doing them awesome he's doing an awesome thing he's doing an awesome thing with this ministry if you haven't already hit that like button hit that like button before it hits you hit that thing hit that thing and drop those anchor emojis if you're anchored in the lord every single night we celebrate our small our small victories we won't be on on the 18th and on the 18th, we'll be celebrating one month of going strong doing this podcast. One month. And in one month, we've had 365 downloads. Come on, y'all give God some praise. 218 subscribers. 5,000 views. All in our first month. We had some new listeners to join us and download and they are 
because you know I got to shout them out. I got to shout them out. Shout out to the people in Peterson, New Jersey. Santa, Cantrina, Brazil, Sao Paulo, Brazil, Paragominas, Brazil, Brisbane, Queensland, Australia, Lago, Nigeria, Brussels, Belgium, Dublin, Ireland, Cologne, Germany, Frankfurt, Germany, Rocky Mountain House, Canada, Vancouver, British Columbia, Minnesota, Chi-Town, Sacramento, California, San Jose, Wichita, Kansas, Ashburn, Virginia, Alexandria, Virginia, PV, that's Prairie Review University. That marching storm is the baddest band in the land. Garland, Texas, Dallas, Texas, Mesquite, Menelodian, Mansfield, Arlington, my stomping ground, Forest Hill, Fort Worth, Texas, Everman, them Bulldogs, Alvarado, and where the church resides on that corner of 118 South Texas Street in Crowley, Texas. Man, look at God. God is doing some amazing, amazing, amazing things with this platform and this ministry. We give God all, all the glory, all the glory. Shout out to each and every individual that's been 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 calling, texting, and inquiring. Praise God. We thank you. Thank you for the support. Thank you for all of the downloads. We thank you. 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 Drop them anchor emojis. Come on, drop them. Drop them. Drop them. Drop them. Drop. That's right. That's right. Let's go and get our fur use out the way. Our fur use out the way. Yeah. Copyright disclaimer under section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976. Allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use. You're listening to The Preacher's Corner. Brought to you by In-House Productions with your host, Pastor JT. Senior Pastor of House of Deliverance of Crowley, Texas. We hope you enjoy this broadcast. This is an in-house production. That's right. That's right. That's right. Fair use. We got that out of the way. No copyrights. No, 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 none of that. You can't use my video, uh, blase, blase, buddy. Hey. We practicing our fair use. That's what we do. That's what we do. That's what we do. Hey, for those that ain't ready, they need to be encouraged to hold on. Let's go.
yeah, that's why I do it Took me a little time, but I guess you always knew it That I would come back Chronicle son, now I'm on this journey for so Until that battle's won, will I win every soul? Nah, but I die trying Cause I'm sick of my community suffering and mama's crying I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me So there's nothing that my girl can't change, including me Yo, I live by his word, and nothing else Cause this word is so sufficient, it can stand on my itself See the truth will set you free, set you free favorite people, if I shared all of my favorite preachers, but we on the corner because we love preaching, we love preaching, we love preaching, Dr. R.A. Vernon is a preacher, he is the senior pastor of the Word Church in Warrensville Heights, Cleveland, yeah, 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 we about to dive in here. About to dive in here, yeah. So everybody ready for some preaching? That's what we do. That's what we do. Let's go. You're listening to the Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions with your host, Pastor JT, Senior Pastor of House of Deliverance of Crowley, Texas. We hope you enjoy this broadcast. This is our in-house production. Let's sit down. Let's tag this text right there on the screens today. I have given you the choice between life and death. Peep that. Today, I have given you the choice between life and death. If you don't mind, I want to stop right there. I want to do something I've been threatening to do to those of you who come here often. I want to teach a series that has been all over me titled, The Power of Choice. The power of choice. Go ahead and take your seats. The power of choice. In his book, 
Stephen R. Covey in his best-selling book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, says, and I quote, but until a person can say deeply and honestly that I am what I am today because of the choices I made yesterday, I'm not ready to change. Shannon L. Alder says, Shannon L. Alder says about the power of choice, and I quote, she says, there comes a time when you must turn the page, write another book, or just close it. Yeah, there's something about the power of choice. Please feel free to disagree with me, and I really mean that honestly. This is not some attempt this weekend to be intentionally a kind of classic. It's not some attempt to be purposely polemical or controversial. No, after many years of musing, meditating, investigating, uh, I've come to this conclusion, and feel free to disagree, and that is this. Choice might be one of the most important words in the human language. Choice might be one of the most important words in the human language. I mean, trip with me for a minute. Choice. How much money do you have right now? For the most part, that's by choice. Who did you say I do to? That's by choice. Do you want to know Jesus today? Do you want to be closer to Jesus? That, that's a choice. Do you want to be a baby's mama or somebody's bride? Come here, young people. That's a choice. You want to be a faithful father or a fatality and a felon? That's a choice. You trying to get to the next level in the next two or three years? No. It's by choice. Yes, there are extenuating circumstances that often thwart temporarily our destiny, but can't nobody but you stop you from getting to the next level. I want to suggest to every person in this room that choice is a major word. And if you choose to today, your life can change. I guess for nearly two decades now, over two decades, I've been preaching what I call the gospel of responsibility. People wonder why bros and men love coming to the Word Church. We're something like 60-40, which is a rarity. Even that age group, 18 to 35 men, which they say are the most difficult to evangelize, take a look around, they bum-rush this place because they heard there's a place where if you go there, no, they're just not going to feel sorry for you and let you play the blame game. They're going, they're going to tell you if you want to, you can get up. And that God has a major plan for your life. Okay, okay, okay. So biblically, the first time we see choice is in Genesis 2. And though the word choice is not in Genesis 2, it is implied. That's right, it is implied. Because in Genesis 2, verse 16 and 17, God commanded the man, you can eat from any tree you want except the tree of knowledge and good and evil. Don't eat from it. The moment you eat from that tree, peep this, you're dead. <laughs> Don't you love the message version? Somebody intelligent is saying, but Pastor Vernon, Adam ate of the fruit that day. He didn't die. Yeah, but he started dying. <laughs> Adam was never supposed to age or get old. That came as a result of a choice. 
Yeah, molestation, frustration, father dropped you, been through some stuff, divorced, dealing with some physical ailments. Trust me, all of that is about Adam's choice. When Adam chose to eat of the forbidden fruit, and watch this now, because in a very real sense, it is in Genesis 2 that we see the first choice, but then it is in Genesis 3 that we see the first choice made. The first place we see a choice being given is in Genesis 2, but in Genesis 3, we see the first choice being made. The woman was conceived, she saw the tree was beautiful, and its fruit looked delicious, and she wanted the wisdom it would give her, so she took some of the fruit and ate it, then she gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate too. That was the first major choice made in all of biblical text. It is from that, look at me, that we have the fall of man, which is why we needed Jesus to come and fix what Adam messed up. If the first Adam jacked us up, the last Adam hooked us up. People often make a mistake and call Jesus the second Adam. That implies a third and a fourth. No, he's the last Adam. What Adam messed up, Jesus fixed up, which means whoever you are, you can get up. I'm sorry. Go James Brown on your neighbor. Tell them, get on up. Go ahead. Can I suggest to every one of you, it is from that fall now, come here, I know people here who have like three degrees, they read their Bible, they don't want any, many, money mo every weekend, it's like push me theologically, okay, let's go to seminary for like five minutes and we'll come right back to church. Those of you who've been to seminary or study deeply, you know there's this whole Calvinistic, deterministic theological construct, okay, pastor, don't tie me up, I'm here for the first time, peep this, okay, here's what they would say in seminary. Uh, Calvinistic, deterministic. It is the idea that whatever you have, it's already been determined. Calvinistic, predestination. In other words, it had to happen. You had no choice to do what you did because, you know, your father did it or your mama did it or you just cursed. You weren't picked by God. It's sort of pre... Okay, okay, here it is. The acronym is TULIP. I'll give it to you real quick. TULIP, TULIP, TULIP. Total depravity, unconditional, uh, limited atonement, irresistible grace, preservations of the saints. Total depravity, which means, leave that up for a second, because they believe Calvinistic, we are totally depraved, which means I'm so depraved, I couldn't have chose God because I was too much of a trip with no good in me, so God must have chose me because I would have never had the ability to choose him. Unconditional, limited atonement, irresistible grace, which means you had to get saved because grace was irresistible, perseverance of the saints. That's a whole other class for our preachers and I thank you for paying attention so I won't tie you up. Let's park on this. Irresistible grace. They believe in deterministic Calvinistic thought that you had to get saved because grace was irresistible. No. We are more Arminian. I won't go there. But Arminian theology means this. Oh no. You could have told Jesus no. Come back to me upstairs because you could have told Jesus no, but there was something in you, Pastor, but no, there's no good in me yet, but the image of God is in you. When you were doing the dope thing, there was something 
something in you that knew there was something missing. When you weren't in church, something in you was saying, there's something more. When you was doing certain stuff, even though neither one of your parents went to church, something in your heart was like, it got to be more to life than this. When a brother was saying stuff to you and you were going through certain stuff in your life, something in your heart was like, I know it's something more. And the problem was there was nobody in the house modeling Jesus or showing you Christ or even talking about Jesus. The cats you kicked it with, God didn't come up. But yet something in your heart was missing something. So Holy Spirit, try not to shout, start flirting with you. We call it wooing. In Bishop Joey's book, The Seven Ministries of the Holy Spirit, he started wooing you. So one day, you came up in here like somebody going to do today and was sitting in the back and I started preaching. And even though you had never been to church and didn't know that much about the word, something in your spirit was like, he's telling the truth. And whatever he got, I want. And whatever they have in this place, I miss that. And so God, even though you were messed up, start flirting with you, saying there's something better for you. But it was you who had to make the... And from that choice to now, it's been up to you what choices you made. All right, so in Deuteronomy 30, I'm not going to be long. Great crowd, by the way. Those watching me all across the world. It's good to see you back on YouTube. Love you so much. Thank you for sticking with us while I was on sabbatical. All across the world, Pastor Vernon loves you. Lady Vernon loves you. Here it is because... In Deuteronomy 30, to set some quick context so you can respect the content, I ain't got to bore you. You go to church, you know a lot of this. In Deuteronomy 30, we see the children of Israel, a.k.a. Old Testament Word Church. Okay, y'all just missed it. Let me try it again. We see the children of Israel, a.k.a. Old Testament Word Church. Some of y'all sitting there like you're not feeling me. Is this the same church I left seven weeks ago? Let me try it one more time. We see the children of Israel... A.K.A. Oh, don't be calling me no children of Israel. Okay, let's see if I'm wrong. So they had come out of Exodus and now they were in the wilderness after just leaving deliverance. Let me see who I'm preaching to. They had come out of Exodus. Now they're in the wilderness. I'm not preaching to perfect people with perfect families, but let me preach to five people that you've been delivered, but stuff is still wild. I'm sorry. Look over your neighbor. They don't have no problems. But can I get some people back in 33D that will throw your hand up and say, Pastor, I'm saved. Watch this. What do you do when you're in between already and not yet? What do you do when God brings you out, but he hasn't taken you all the way in? I'm sorry. Touch people on both sides of you. Say, I'm in the middle. Go ahead. Y'all just missed it. I, I'm in the middle of my history and my destiny. I'm in the middle of what I was and what I'm going to be. Please be patient with me. God is not through with me yet. I'm sorry. 25 people say, pray for me. I'm in the middle. Go ahead. The children of Israel, uh, a.k.a. Old Testament Word Church. Pastor, why you call us that? Because I love you and I know you and I preach to you. Some of you, don't make me old. Can you remember? Can you feel this? You were 10 when you started listening to me. Now you're 30. Yeah, so some of you were 30. Now you're 50. I'm tripping on that. Some of you are blessed and today I'm going to bless your baby. That's when you pastored. 
an entire generation. Let me say it again. Some of you are blessed in your mama's arms, and today I'm going to bless your baby. So I've hung around you long enough to know I'm not a Methodist pastor. I don't go from pastorate to pastorate. Every three years, I've hung in one place. You've seen me mature. I've seen you mature. I've made my share of mistakes. I've watched you come through yours. And let me tell you what I know about this beautiful place in space called the Word Church. You a trip, but your heart is right. <laughs> Watch this. Some of y'all wrong, but you want to be right. I want to preach to somebody. You could have just situated yourself on your couch and got ready for the Browns to beat the Chiefs at 4.15 p.m. Pastor AD3 from Kansas City, Missouri. But you got yourself up and said, before anybody kick a football, before I eat a Brockwurst, before I eat some wings, I got to walk up in there and say, God, thank you for another day. Is there anybody here? that knows if it had not been for the Lord. And so, y'all sit down. I'm rusty. I got to get my sea legs back. I told him in the back, it's been seven weeks. Y'all forgive the first sermon. My jumper's off a little bit, but it'll come back to me. Let, me. let me throw this at everybody, and I mean this. Can I suggest to you in Deuteronomy 30 that God says something powerful? Let's pick up in verse 11. I'm about to read something from the message version. Don't just look at me. Look at the word, because really, forget me. It's all about his word. As I was reading, as I was thinking, I hope people read the word with me. Those watching from Canada to California, from Africa to Alaska, peep this, because watch what it says in Deuteronomy 30. It says, this commandment that I'm commanding you today isn't too much for you. Uh-uh. It, it, it's not out of your reach. Uh-uh. It's not on a high mountain. Uh-uh. You don't have to get mountaineers to climb the peak and bring it down to your level. Uh-uh. Explain it before you can live it. Keep going. Watch this. It's not across the ocean. You don't have to send sailors out to get it, bring it back, and then explain it before you can live it. No. The word, no, no pun intended. <laughs> The word, no pun intended, is right here. Okay, somebody watch me. The word, no pun intended, is right here. It is as near as the tongue in your mouth. As near as the heart is in your chest. Come here, Nike. Just do it. Okay, I feel like preaching on my own stage. The word is right here. Can I bring that text from antiquity to modernity and make it applicable to this stage I'm standing on in the 21st century in Cleveland, Ohio? Those of you who may not be perfect, you ain't got to climb no mountain looking for what to do. Mm -mm. The word is right here. Can, can I tell you? The word is right here. Don't let nobody talk to you right now. Lean on somebody. Say, leave me alone. I need this word. Go ahead. The word is right here. Those of you who don't feel comfortable enough in public space watching on YouTube, I love you. Those sitting all over this place, the word is right here. I told somebody this week, I don't care how busy you get, I don't care how much money you make, you ought to take time out of your week and say, Lord, if I'm not sick on vacation, I'm going to church or I'm watching church because no matter how long I've been with God, I still need the word. No, I need God to speak to my heart. And can I tell you something? Can I tell you why the devil tries to make you get offended at church and the first person don't say hi to you, you want to quit in the first call back, you don't get you through with the church and the first time somebody make a mistake, you ain't never going back no more? I'm sorry. Look at somebody and say, you ain't do that to your husband. Go ahead, praise God. 
You ain't do that to your mama. They didn't cuss you out, dogs you left you, and you still go over there every Thanksgiving and Christmas, and people in your family didn't play you, lied on you, didn't pay you back. One thing happened in church, and you done with church forever. The devil is a lie. You ought to tell your neighbor, I'm coming to church because I ain't come just to see everybody. I come to get what's in that man's mouth because I need a word. Let me, let me upset the devil right quick and give him my seat. Can I tell you what the devil doesn't want you to know? Whatever you're going through in life, there's a word for it. <laughs> I feel like preaching. Can I tell you why you ought to pick up your Bible or look at your Bible app every day, millennials? I'm not telling you to jump off YouTube. I'm not telling you not to look at the gram and see what's happening on Facebook. You going to do that. I'm not, get off my lawn, Pastor Dinosaur. You won't have no members preaching that buffoonery. But do me a favor, somewhere in between Instagram, Facebook, and uh, TikTok, ought to take out the Word of God and say, God, I'm 15, but I need to read this because I don't understand it all. It, it's sometimes kind of boring to me, but the pastor told me if I just keep reading it. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. There's something about the Word. It is the only book you can read again and not get bored. You can read the Lord is my shepherd in 1971, it'll mean one thing. Read the 23rd Psalm 20 years later, it'll mean something else. When you first read the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, you didn't shout in Sunday school. But then God paid your bills. But then God kept your mind. Now when the preacher says the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, I wish I had five people the word, the word, whatever you're going through, having some trouble, having some trouble in your marriage, there's a word for that, Ephesians 5, yeah, Matthew 19, Titus 2, it's a word for having some trouble in your singleness, 1 Corinthians 7, uh, Proverbs 18, there's a word for it, having some trouble with peace and depression, there's a word for it, Isaiah 26, Philippians 4, having some trouble with your money, there's a word for it, Genesis 14, Malachi 3, 1 Corinthians 9, shall I go on, anything I mention, now I don't want to preach wrong to get a shout. One of the issues with people is the Bible is not a book that explains every issue in your life in detail. In other words, you cannot go look in the Bible, who should I marry chapter? Six people's like, what did I say, Pastor? What is, is you sure, Pastor? Six women like, are, are you sure, Pastor? But there are principles that speak to what a godly man look like. There is not a specific scripture on should you get high every day. I'm sorry, look at somebody with black lips and say that's for you. Go ahead. That's no, no, look look for somebody who look high. Just look for somebody who look like they might be high. Say, I think Pastor, he might be preaching to you, but Pastor, Pastor Lab, Pastor Deontay called me and said, Dad, I'm, I'm doing a sermon on about weed, about weed, and I want to pick your brain. Where's that sermon? I was trying to find the notes for him. He said, you did something on weed one time. I said, let me just tell you this. Here's what I want you to preach. Make sure you at least tell him this. There is never a time that God wants you in some state where you can't feel what you need to. But when I smoke, it takes my mind off the pain. Maybe God wants you to hurt. And because you bypassed the pain, you never got healed. 
because when you came down the same issue was still there but God wanted you to stand up in it and fill it and embrace it because what doesn't kill you I feel like I don't know who I came back to preach to but but I, I say to people, and again, I, I, I don't want to be provincial in my presentation. There are medicinal reasons for some people. Medicinal reasons. I'm sorry. Look at somebody and say, your back does not hurt. Praise God. Amen. No, you need to stop lying because your back hasn't hurt it since Vietnam. You just lying to get some weed. I'm sorry. Praise God. <laughs> Is this good, everybody? All right, all right. So hit me. Oh my goodness, good, good, good. I gotta bless babies. I promise. I'm gonna cut it short. So here's what I want you to understand. You missed it because it, it, it's your choice. Look at Deuteronomy 30:19. Is what I came for today. I have given you the choice between death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness that you make the choice. Oh, that you would choose like today. Look what God says. I have given you the choice. Peep this. Not a robot. Not forced worship. Not you better. Pray for me. I'm, uh, I'm 50. You guys know I'm raising two school-age babies at 50. Pray for Lady Verna. Her timing was off. She made me get her pregnant against my will. I'm telling you, she made me get her pregnant. I said, no. She said, I said, all right, I'll try. Y'all funny. <laughs> And so here I am at 50 with an 11-year-old in school and Ralph now, and one good thing, the hard thing about raising kids at 50 is that I'm 50. <laughs> but the beautiful thing is, and I told Ralph the other day, you get a better version than your brothers and sisters got. Yeah, you get a much more mature version. Many of you know this, you were growing up with your kids. By the time you figured it out, they was gone. And so if there's any good thing about having them late, it is that I now understand what's important. And I, I'm a little smoother. The game is slowed down for me when I'm in the huddle. I kind of know how to flow, when to let them go someplace, when not. Not perfect. I'm still messing up a whole lot. But I was telling him this. I said, bro, look, I cannot do the I'm going to whoop you thing. 16 player. You just got to know some of the pain me and mama felt because of wrong choices. I'm going to keep saying this because I'm going to teach this to every time I get a group of men because I was telling my wife, I'm looking on Instagram and again, I'm not telling you to get off Instagram. That's for you to decide, but I work. I have a lot of people that follow me across the world. It's part of how I eat, so I have to stay abreast on certain things, but I'm seeing all these young ladies and all this stuff and I said to myself, you really got to be careful, Ralph Dog. I said, because if you see too much too early, my daughter-in-law, whoever she is, won't be enough. Because she won't be able to match what you've been looking at for eight years. So all daddy can tell you is your choice. It's your choice. God says, I place before you death and life. Shoot. Y'all missed that because God is so cold-blooded. Y'all gonna love this. He says, I place before you death and life. Watch this. I place before you death and life. Watch this. Which means it's your choice. But God is so cold. He says, I'm about to give you the test and the answer. Put it back on the screen. He says, I'll place before you death and life, but uh, choose life. Oh, that you would choose life. Now, you know when God says, I'm going to give you two choices and then give you which one to choose. Everybody look at me. Choose life. And 
you missed your shout and if I'm blessing your baby today, I love you and you ought to shout so that you and your descendants, which means when I make the right choices, not only do I get blessed, my kids get blessed. I wish I had. You know what? I'm looking for some real people that will thank God that you made the right choice in time and that your child is now the benefactor of your good choices. My kids went to college because of daddy's choices. They had a decent wedding because of mama and daddy's choices. They live in a decent house because of mama and daddy's choices. But I'm trying to inculcate in their hearts, I made my choice. Now you choose for my grandkids. I wish. And if you are anything under 20, <laughs> 25, Pastor, why are you preaching to the young folk? Because if I can grab them now, watch this, in 2035, won't be no baby's mamas in here. <laughs> In 2035, won't be no baby daddies in here. In 2035, why don't y'all help me prophesy? Where are my intercessors? I'm speaking life and y'all didn't shout. In 2035, 2040, I speak over the word church. No divorce, no blended families, no mess with child support, no heartache, no heartbreak because of decisions I made. But a bunch of people who heard pastor preach his word and made a choice, I'm going to be better than my mama was and better than my daddy was everybody look at me whoever you are you know what take 30 seconds and praise God for a good choice I said praise him And so I want to conclude and thank you. Y'all missed it. God says when it comes to your choice, heaven, and y'all going to shout right here. This might be the best thing I say. So take a mental note. 28 minutes. Cool in the game. Cool in the game. I'm right where I want to be. Brown's going to play the four. Don't look at me like that. And by the way, bro, shameless plug, we will be out every Sunday. The next 16 weeks. I'm sorry, 20 weeks including the playoffs and the Super Bowl. So, let me say to men, even when the Browns play at one, come, we will be out of here by 12. The spirit is subject to the prophet and I'm the prophet. But I'm serious. I'm, I'm very cognizant that bros want to watch the game. So 1030, I'll give you plenty of time to get to the crib. But now let me give you this because if, if you miss this, this is about to be life changing. Can I teach for five minutes? Just say, if, if, you, if you're tired of me, tell me. But if I can have five minutes, please let me know by applause. Okay, because I, I, I got to give you this because I want you to see this. Uh, I, I call heaven and earth. Put that scripture up one more time, and then I'm gone. Great cry. I, 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 I've given you between life and death, and, and I call heaven and earth to witness the choice. If you miss this, you should have stayed asleep. Look at me. I call heaven and earth to witness the choice, not interfere with it. Come here. I, I call heaven and earth great crowd my god to witness the choice but not interfere with it if god
makes you choose, then you lose the ability of choice, which shifts you from free moral agent to robot. God says, I put you on earth because unlike the angels, I wanted people, this is why grandma said, we got a song, look at me, the angels can't sing. How I made it over, old school. We got a song that angels can't sing. Angels can't say I was delivered from crack and he brought me back. Angels can't say I was a young brother with no daddy and now I got my own business. Angels can't say I was a misused young sister with no direction and now I'm a decent woman. But you can because you chose God. God says, it gives me joy when you want me. I'm gone. So I call heaven and earth to witness as you make your choice. Come here, people with grown kids that you won't leave alone. Come here, people who want to interfere with everything your child does or all people's business who have made their choice. You doing more than God. You do it more than God. God lets us choose. Bishop Joy told me 20 years ago, Pastor, my children are perfect, but you think me and Mother Kathy gonna lay up here every day and have no joy over what choices they make? He says, no kids are perfect, mine's or yours, but kids are grown. At some point, I gotta let them make their choice. Here's the quote of the year. It, it's so succinct, you're going to miss it. Heard it over sabbatical and said, I can't wait to go to church and say it. When people don't listen, stop talking. Somebody ought to ran me an offering up here. I ought to get, somebody should have brought $1,000 up here right quick and said that, that was worth coming for. When people don't listen, Stop talking. If, if I can have any do-over, it's the time I spent trying to convince people who told me clearly they didn't want to change. Look me in my face and say, I don't want what you're saying. But well, would you, if somebody, would, God says, I placed before you death and life. Choose life. All you can do with people you love is present yes. truth to them yeah. and then tell them what to pick yeah. but it's up to them okay so so now I've decided I'm not ever pray for me because I'm not perfect I'm probably still gonna blow it but I'm going to attempt not to ever waste words or to use Bible language cast pearls among swine let me vernonize it throw a Rolex in some mud Throw a Rolex, cast pearls among swine, which means what's in my mouth is too good. When I give you word, when I give you advice, I'm using my time, I'm using my essence, and if you don't want what I got, we don't get to stay on the phone past 30 seconds. If you don't want 20 years of wisdom and seminary training and Bible knowledge and been married a quarter century and made mistakes with my kids and I love you enough to tell you and try to help you, and you don't want to hear me? The only people that's obligated to do what I say is Ralph and Victory. 
Pastor, what about your other children? They grow. What about Lady Vernon? She grow. All I can do is place before them. Stop trying to raise your spouse. If they tell you they don't want to go to church, leave them at home. <laughs> Let your light so shine that men may see your good work and eventually they'll catch on. You're listening to The Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions with your host, Pastor JT, Senior Pastor of House of Deliverance of Crowley, Texas. We hope you enjoy this broadcast. This is an in-house production. Good word, good word, good word, good word. I hope y'all will bless. I hope y'all will bless. Listen. Ooh-wee. He said some great things. Some great things, great things. It's not the, 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 what we're normally used to on the preacher's corner but we're supposed to be able to get something out of everything amen 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 i want to look at the text the text the text the text the text it spoke volumes um wonderful text choices we made some bad choices some of them made some good choices and the definition of choices is the act of selecting or making a decision when faced with two or more possibilities. I love that definition. Choices are the act of selecting or making a decision when faced with two or more possibilities. I can go left or I can go right. I can choose good or I can choose evil. It's and when we look for at it from a spiritual perspective, when we make these choices, a lot of us don't ponder which direction. We don't think about it very long. We just instantly make a decision. Spiritually, we have a choice to grow or remain, be free or remain in bondage, serve wholeheartedly or simply be a pew or online member. But ultimately, that decision is yours. Can't force nothing on you. Can't jam it down your throat can't make you receive it you have a decision to make the choice now let's look at the text the text says today i have given you the choice between life and death between blessings and curses i love it i love it i love it now i call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make I'm calling on the heavens. I'm calling on the angels in heaven. I'm calling on the the 12 elders in, in heaven. And I'm calling on all of the earth to witness the choice you make. He just lets us know 
right then and there how valuable and important that we are to him that he's gonna call heaven and the earth to witness whether you make a good or bad decision in other words the heaven and the earth are witnesses to the choices that you gonna make today it goes on to say oh that you would choose life you hear him he said he said god says oh gives you the 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 question and the answer oh that you would choose life so that you and your descendants your descendants might live our choices not only affects us but generations and the descendants behind us our kids our kids kids they kids kids the decisions we make tonight is going to affect everything behind us we have to make these decisions we got to make the choices we got to make good choices over my life man i made some Ooh, Lord, some dumb, dumb choices. God Almighty. Ooh, my God. And, 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 and can't nobody, can't nobody stop you but you from getting to the next level. I stopped myself so many years by the decisions and the choices that I was making. I know I ain't alone. I know, I know good and well, I am not alone. I made some poor, poor, poor choices. Poor choices. And I had to learn from my mistakes. That pain that them bad choices brought groomed me and molded me and shaped me into being a man of God that I'm called to be. He said he believed in the, in, in the gospel of responsibility. I like that. I like that because it, it, it no longer places it on the mouthpiece, but the individual, the hearer. You did your job. You did your, the pastor did his studying. The, he did his praying, he did his fasting, he preached that good word, and he laid out, he sweat out a good suit, and, 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 and he placed it all before everybody. And then he leaves it all for individuals to make a decision. A decision. Which way they would they would go. He said Adam's choice led to our life of sin. The first Adam messed up, but the last Adam hooked us up. God, that's good. That's good. A lot of us are in the middle, but even that right there is still by choice. It's not like we're not getting the word. It's not like we haven't been taught all our lives, but we still have decided 
where we want to be spiritually. By the time that we spend in our word, by the time that we spend praying, by the time that we spend fellowshipping, by the time that we 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 uh we spend witnessing or even applying what's being received, we make that decision. If we're stagnant, if we're stuck, that's our decision. That's our choice. But when we decide to do the, go the extra mile when we decide to uh, uh, be, be, be a worshiper wholeheartedly, when we decide that holiness is still right, when we decide it's God's way or no way, when we decide that I'm gonna give my all in all, then that's when we'll start to begin to see change within our minds, within our heart, within our circumstances. I ain't always been this calm. I was a hothead. Oh my God. I thank God for deliverance and I thank God for change. I ain't always been this understanding. But it came over a period of time. I had to grow into who I am now. And that's why I love that last point that I'm about to throw out there. He said, when people don't listen, stop talking. If you notice, people know me. People know me. After I finish preaching, I, I, I finish doing what I got to do. I'm not going to do a whole lot of talking because I already did enough talking. I want to see the action. Uh, people know me, uh, know, know that I don't have a lot of phone calls. I don't, I don't really re really receive a lot of text messages because I'm on a path. And if we're going, we're going. We're going together. But if we ain't going together, I ain't got time to sit and talk about a whole bunch of nothing. He said, when people don't listen... Stop talking. That helped me. Ooh, Lord. <laughs> they ain't receiving. Stop casting your pearls upon swine. Present the truth and allow them, allow them to choose and decide which way that they are going to go. I hope you were blessed. I hope you were blessed. I hope you were blessed. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's go to the comment. Lady Mayberry says, Sometime we need, we need the pain. I preach several several times that the pain is necessary the pain is necessary pain grooms you yes God yes God it looks like everybody was in agreement with the word Lady Mayberry said that's why I say God is a gentleman 
He don't make us do anything. He gives us the option to choose. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I am excited about what the Lord has us. About what the Lord has us and is using this platform to reach people that we would normally be able to reach. Say, pray for my wife. We have to report to the doctor Thursday. Not sure if she would have surgery, but soon as she can travel, we will visit the church. That's our choice. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, amen. Sister Bernicia said, God is so patient, so patient with us, so patient with us. Yes, God. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. That's good stuff. Just pondering and over some of the decisions and choices that we can make. Some of us is, is, is feeling like we, uh, we, we we've run out of time. We've done all we can do. There's no help for me. And as we've heard over the week, all of these messages tied into one another so if you didn't miss, if you didn't didn't see uh uh lady mayberry preach last night go on hod tv or download uh from the the podcast if you didn't see uh uh tuesday night and monday night every message this week tied into one another and it led us to where we are now God say here I've given you everything I let you know that the enemy lied I let you know the second night that he's a liar again I let you know uh, uh, last night through the woman of God that you, 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 you're so familiar with that I'm on my way and tonight He's saying to us again, I'm giving you a choice to change. It says today, today, I've given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. I don't want to be on the curse side. I want to be blessed. I want to be blessed and I want to be the one to hear well done thy good and faithful servant 
That's what I want to hear. And you should make the decision to want to hear that as well. Father God, we bless you. We magnify you. We adore you for who you are in our lives. God, we thank you for yet another opportunity to minister, God. We thank you for each and every voice that you're here on tonight. Surrendering unto you, making their decision clear. Lord, I'm done with this. Lord, I'm fed up with this. Lord, I can't do this on my own. Lord, I need you to help me with this. God, we just give you the glory and praise in advance for the deliverance that is about to take care, about, about, about to take place. God, we, we, we give you the praise and glory in advance for the minds that are about to shift and change, God. We thank you, God, for the repentance that is about to go forth. Father God, we ask right now that you continue to give them strength. For we know right now that this, this change, this, this moment is only the beginning of shaping and molding and more pain to come, Lord God. So we, we just ask in advance, Lord God, that your grace and your mercy will give us the ability to get through the things that it takes to be who you're calling us to be. Toughen our skin even now where we may be able to handle the persecution that comes along with being a follower of you. Glory to your name, God. Give us the ability to think our, our decisions and choices through, God. Unstop our ears that we may be able to hear you in every decision pertaining to our life. We ask that you touch Brother Bodine's wife right now. Lord, if it's in your will a need for surgery, Lord God, we ask that you would go ahead of time, Lord God, and touch the anesthesiologists, the, the nurses, the doctors, and everybody's in, in, in places. Be set forth for a surgery, God. Touch them even now. And allow the surgery, Lord God, to be a successful one. God, we place in your petition before you even now for a speedy recovery. Lord, but if it's not in your will, Lord God, we ask for for, for an act of faith right now that 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 don't even have to occur. We ask that your healing hands be placed upon her even now. That way faith will be increased. God, you can do it like we know that you can do it. Healing all over her body right now in the name of Jesus. But we place the decision, good God Almighty, into your hands. We know that you're the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. You're all knowing. 
So you know what we need to get closer unto you. We ask that you touch each and every listener on here tonight and every listener that that shall hear this in the future, God. We ask favor upon their life according to their obedience unto your will and to your way. Forgive us all of our sins even now. Blat out all of our transgressions. In Jesus' name we pray and ask it all. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I do believe God is a healer. But if by chance God desires to allow surgery to occur, we trust in and believe in for speedy recovery. Amen. We hope y'all will bless. Do me a favor. Like and share. Like this. Like this video. Like it. Hit go come out and go back in. Hit that like button. 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 All music is composed and produced by yours truly for in-house production. I got one thing to do. One more thing to do before we go. One more thing. One more thing. That's somebody. I don't know who it is. That's been contemplating. Been thinking about doing something. I want to encourage you. To start now. Get perfect later. Dream big. Use kind words. Say I love you. Say please and thank you. Be grateful. Help others. Don't whine. Be silly. Keep calm and carry on. That's my time. Salute. Y'all have a good night. We see y'all back Monday night right here on the Preacher's Corner. This is our in-house production.